Thank you for joining me today. Um, my name is Ashley Berry. I'm the Director of Business Development for the Environmental Sensor category here at Zebra. And today we're gonna to be talking about sustainability in the cold chain. Um, the group on the phone, have we recently all been to a number of conferences, um, ISTA, we've been to Assembia Specialty Pharmacy, um, and there has just been, you know, conference after conference discussion around sustainability. There's so many things that we don't know and there's a lot of folks who are wondering how can they be more sustainable how to even get started um, they're also looking to try to understand what their users and customers are thinking so we're going to um, take a deep dive into a couple of different questions give you some quick hits and, and, and responses and um, away we go so first let's um, introduce our panel um, sean go ahead Hi, I'm Sean Merrill. I am the head of quality for Langham Logistics. Excellent. Amar? Hi, everyone. My name is Amar. I lead up our global marketing strategy and corporate development cold chain technologies. Thank you for having us. Excellent. Leah? Leah Harris. I am business development director for life sciences at Langham Logistics. Excellent. And Kelly? Hello, I'm Kelly Bernison. I am the Regional Portfolio Manager here at Zebra Technologies for RFID and Expanding Technologies. Excellent. So the first thing that we wanted to um, tackle, and this question is actually going to be for Kelly, which is really around um, what is the you know general view of sustainability at this point? How are companies um, balancing, you know, cold chain companies balancing sustainability goals against their economic goals? Yeah, that's a great question, Ashley. So here at Zebra, we have two views that we are, you know, using as an approach, and and one is for the customers, and and then others is for our Zebra as a company. Our sustainability plan includes three pillars: human capital, resource conservation, and climate. In each of these pillars, we have a specific top-down sponsored plan that is moving us towards 50% reduction in the landfill waste reducing our carbon footprint, and continuing to be the employer of choice. We believe that the more sustainable we are, the more attractive we are as a solutions provider as well as an employer. For customers, we offer several ways through temperature monitoring and track and trace technologies to reduce waste in the supply chain, as well as innovation in circular economies and recycling programs. Excellent. The Circular economy and um, recycling programs are also things that I, I think I've heard from Langham. Leah, did you have some um, comments from the Langham logistics side? Yeah, sure. So from a logistics side, I would say we have two different ways we approach this. First, of course, are our own company initiatives. And secondly, as a partner and as an extension of our clients. So the internal view Maybe something I like to talk about is our buildings. So everything from our warehousing, from the lighting to these giant destratification fans that optimize energy efficiency and also having site selection strategies that ensure we have warehouses located near urban areas that minimize transportation. We do things like recycle corrugated materials and partner with packaging providers to offer recyclable packaging and many other activities. Where Langham really stands out is taking it a step further as an extension of the client. So recently, for example, we supported a client who had an internal innovation um, initiative to streamline the warehousing of materials from multiple manufacturing sites into one centralized Langham location. 
So we are eager to assist customer initiatives like that. Also things like utilizing printable indicators, supporting reverse logistics to return data loggers to be recycled and providing services to refurbish package solutions so they can be reused in the supply chain. So I would just say these types of initiatives work best when clients engage us early on in the project. That's a great tip. Amar, did you have any comments from the cold chain side? Actually, very similar to what Kelly and Leah mentioned. Uh, with sustainability, we're trying to embed it in everything that we do today. Uh, sustainability is part of a, a key pillar of our three-year strategic plan. And we continue to work both internally as well as with our customers to help them achieve their sustainability development goals. I'll talk about a comprehensive approach that we do take uh, later in this webinar. Excellent. I know a couple questions to, to come, right? Um, some great comments here. Um, another question that we've had, again, all of us have, have visited these conferences and um, have really seen questions and a lot of talk around landfill waste reduction. Um, this is something that I know that um, Zebra has been uh, trying to address, um, but what do we have we heard about that? And do we think that this is truly, again, a, a chain, you know, a cold chain wide industry um, issue? Um, Amar? Well, definitely, you know, this is an issue for the logistics industry and more so in cold chain. If you think through, you know, the common cold chain shippers that are sent around are made from EPS and urethane, and yes, they do go into landfill. And, uh, you know, given what we are trying to avoid in today's environment, we have both a big opportunity and a responsibility to be able to resolve for that. Cold chain technologies has, over the last several years now, made some huge investments to come up both with reusable shippers that have demonstrated to have a strong uh, impact towards environment and sustainability. We've also given our focus on this in our strategic plan, uh, try to go after certain key acquisitions. And we are very proud a few months ago, we were able to successfully close on an acquisition whereby a company has successfully created and commercialized 100% curbside recyclable shipper. And we are looking to expand its usage to many more customers, both in the US as well as globally. Absolutely, I was so excited to see those curbside shippers um, at Assembia this past um, this past conference. I know that we're we're really excited to take a look at those for even our own um, cold chain shipping. Um, Kelly, what other things from the from the Zebra um, side of the house are are we looking at from in terms of landfill waste? We've always, you know, really kept sustainability front of mind for many years. I would say 30 plus years here at Zebra, you know, things even in our production, um, being able to recycle and reuse the waste coming out of label making, you know, it's always important to understand where that waste is going. Some of the other things, though, that we've more recently been doing are new small office printer actually utilizes cartridges made out of potato starch, which makes it completely compostable, which means you can actually plant it in your garden. So that's kind of cool. Um, other things though, linerless labels is very much uh, top of mind for everybody, eliminating that liner, as well as dissolvable labels. So labels that get put on products and once they get washed or, or put through some type of water system, they completely dissolve into the systems there. Um, and then probably more recently is reducing the packaging, removing shrink wrap and plastic bags from our packaging. Very, very important. We all need to use less plastic bags. Excellent comments. So one of the things that we've talked about is there's, uh, it seems to be painful sometimes to change, right? 
And we know that sustainability is all about change, right? It's about looking at things in a new way. It's discovering new technologies. It's trying to figure out how to fit that into, um, into your operations. Um, Sean, what have you seen in terms of like, what are those big pain points and, and maybe just highlight some of those successes that you may have seen your customers have? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think that the major pain point is that organizations can often write themselves into kind of a procedural corner, uh, which really makes it difficult to utilize new and improved technology or, or really implement changes. So as an example, there are still a lot of organizations out there that use paper-based chart recorders as an environmental monitoring system. Um, it's 150-year-old technology. So the first item I would recommend to any organization is to make sure there's a, a plan in place for continual improvement. And a continual improvement plan will help provide some guidance internally within the organization for implementing new technologies. Um, so once a decision has been made to implement a new technology, I follow a few steps to help kind of guide the path forward. Um, so first I identify the GAMP category if we're talking about an, an automated solution or, or a, a software type solution, technology-based solution. So I identify the GAMP category of that proposed solution, and that really provides the direction for what steps need to be taken internally to qualify that uh, particular application for, for use. Uh, next, I would review any documentation that's provided by the vendor. Um, that could be design specifications, uh, qualification documents, if the vendor is providing a qualification, uh, any type of calibration process or procedures that are that are in place by the vendor as well. And then I'll perform a risk assessment of that new solution. And all of those steps really help define any additional uh, requirements that are needed to implement that uh, that new technology. Excellent. It sounds like too, in terms of just, um, and I'll pass this over to Kelly as well, is that, um, and I think Amar, you've heard this too, is that it's just looking at something total solution, right? And then Sean, using leveraging all of your vendors. So leveraging all of us as partners and um, and looking that, at that holistically. So if you have like a, a skill gap or you're, you need something, it's just making sure that you're reaching out early and often um, and around around change. Um, Kelly, did you have any comments that you wanted to make in terms of some successes that you've seen or some, again, some the, the validation of a number of our solutions I know maybe follow a similar path than, than what Sean was talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Very interesting. What Sean was saying is, is I would mimic that um, as well as really it's important that customers really utilize their vendors. I know you said that, Sean said that. Um, however, it really is, you know, what I see a lot of times is customers trying to solution things themselves. They go on the internet, they Google it, they think they found the best thing there is ever, and they don't know what's out there. That's what we're there for, right, as experts, to come out and tell you what you don't know and help you design a solution that works best in your environment. So I love what, what Sean said, especially about risk assessment, all those things. Very important. That's that's why we're here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the last thing, too, and Amara, I bet you've got a, a comment on this in terms of some of those pain points is that we all, all of our companies have expertise in sustainability. We have our very own director of sustainability for, for Zebra, who I know, um, you know, extends himself into, um, into our partner base and, you know, speaks regularly. We have ways to be able to help this. And one of the biggest things he talked about was just focus, you know, using your vendors and using very, very focused um, specific, you know, plans. And, and that way your sustainability goals and things like that are, are they're, they're not so broad that you can't actually get them to be actionable. Amar, any any comments on this one in terms of um, in terms of that? Absolutely, Ash. So if you think about the cold chain packaging industry, specifically in the life science, uh, you know the life science industry is heavily regulated, and therefore 
it's somewhat slow to change because you want to make sure you have a fine balance between you know the choices that you make. As a result, as we bring these sustainable you know options to our customers, the balance that we are trying to level off is between performance, cost, and true sustainability. Right? You don't want to compromise on on performance. You want to make sure these solutions are hitting the right cost points, especially given what freight charges are these days. And then truly being sustainable solutions to be able to measure the impact that they have on their environment and having the tools to do so repeatedly. Bringing such solutions and demonstrating to customers that they truly work, I think is the work that lies ahead of us. So that's the big challenge that we're trying to overcome and continue to demonstrate with the solution that we bring to the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, some of the things that we've seen too is that these sort of layered approaches, right? So like if you have a, a shipping lane that you know very well, how can you bring in new solutions because you know that shipping lane, right? And using your vendors to help you with that. Maybe I need electronics, maybe I don't, maybe I can use some different kinds of packaging in these very, again, well-known processes that I have. Um, great stuff, great stuff. So um, I think to wind things up, we wanted to just talk a little bit about um, how do we make things easier? Um, just some final thoughts from each of you in terms of how to really be successful in approaching a sustainability effort. Um, I know that we've mentioned a couple of things across, you know, in amongst the, the webinar, but I would say like what what would be your final, you know, final top three things? Um, Amar, do you want to lead that discussion? Absolutely, Ashley. Thank you. You know, great question. Uh, again, we at Cold Chain Technologies believe that, you know, anything and everything you do around sustainability has to be embedded strongly within the organization's fiber and culture, and truly needs to be holistic and comprehensive. And the way we look at it are, you know, four concentric circles. One, having a broad portfolio of solutions. So make sure you have that range that you can offer to customers. And we at Cold Chain Technologies offer both reusable as well as single-use sustainable solutions. The second aspect is, you know, how we make things, which means the partnership that we have with our uh, suppliers, uh, with our vendors, continuing to, live, to work with them and sourcing recyclable materials, things we do at our operating and manufacturing sites from an electricity water consumption standpoint. The third aspect is the tool, measuring everything that we do. It's very, very critical that we have a strong baseline and we continue to evolve. I think Sean mentioned this concept of continuous improvement, and if you don't have the data, it's very hard to do. So building all of that. And lastly, it's engaging the organization, engaging our customers. Uh, we do a lot of training within our employees around understanding the aspects of sustainability. We've hired a few consultants to come in and help us chart out a strong roadmap in terms of how we can continuously impact. And this has led to us making some lofty goals that we've announced publicly in the marketplace. This year on Earth Day, Cold Chain Technologies made an announcement that we would avoid landfill avoidance by 50 million pounds by the year 2025. Um, that's that's a big lofty goal, but we are all committed to make that happen because again, I mentioned it's an opportunity and a responsibility for us. Fantastic, Amar. Leah, how about the, the Langham logistics side of that? Yeah, just to talk about some, sort of some of my final thoughts on how Langham talks about being successful at approaching uh, new supply chain sustainability efforts, I would say, that data and visibility from your partners here is key. So ask your partners questions about their strategy regarding client integrations, total data visibility, and business intelligence. 
Uh, I say this because technology, artificial intelligence, and computer modeling is another way to look at supporting your supply chain decisions. And not all supply chain partners are flexible here. The group you have here today, uh, clearly we're flexible and we want to talk about these things, but definitely ask these tough questions to your partners. Uh, and, and partners like Langham Logistics, we invest significantly in technology and we have an IT team that will work with clients on integrations and solutions they need to make better decisions within their organizations. Yeah, that's a great comment. I think um, in terms of just the holistic and also the application of technology, I know Cold Chain is always adding new technologies to their um, to their portfolios. Um, Kelly, how about you? Um, how about from the Zebra side? Yeah, just to mimic what my peers have just said, data, right? Um, as the saying goes, data is king. Um, in God we trust, everybody else bring data. So <laughs> it's really important to, to stay focused on that and really being able to track that data. And a lot of times not being able to demonstrate a good solution to leadership, customers, and even board members will really make or break your projects. So understanding, stay focused, Stay inside that scope. Don't have any scope creep. We all realize what that means, right? Um, so being able to very specifically track a piece, an item through a supply chain, even some small wins, and then capitalize on those wins down the line will really help you in the long run. Yeah, I love that, the small wins too. I think that um, each of us have worked on projects together um, as well as with those small wins, which is taking again that that maybe single shipper and, and deciding to do something different with it and then in that one lean and then building upon all of those successes and really using all the vendors. So um, I want to thank everybody for your time today. This has been fantastic in terms of just looking at these couple quick questions, learning a little bit more about what our view um, in sustainability is for around cold chain, especially again after all these sort of lofty articles and conferences that we've been to. Um, we hope everyone has enjoyed this. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you a little bit more about the subject. Thank you.